Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Jen Lowry Writes. All right. As you can see, we have a special guest in the studio today. We have got Tracy Murdoch. I am like hugging Tracy through the screen and you are going to be hugging her by the end of this. If you already cannot feel the love right now, because she's here to talk about her book, Zoe and Double Trouble. She's the author and the illustrator. Absolutely love this book, Tracy. Thank you, Jen. Um, I want to tell you guys a little bit more about Tracy. She is a Christian author inspired by her twins, plus two, to share God's glory and family love in her children's books. From her number one best-selling, award-winning children's picture book, Zoe and Double Trouble, to her next delightful picture book coming soon. God blessed her with a master's degree in education, and she has fun homeschooling, illustrating, and writing to uplift moms and families. You can check out more faith and family fun at yourtwinmom.com. Tracy. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So one five star love for Zoe and Double Trouble. Oh, thank you. Guys, this book is needed for when you are having a new one entering into your family. And when God blesses you with that experience and you have a pet, (laughs) Mm -hmm. this one, it speaks to me because I remembered when Sam was coming into our family and we had a Zoe, and we had a Zoe cat. <laughs> yes. Oh, so we had a Zoe cat. We didn't get Rambo until after, but we had a Zoe cat. Mm-hmm. And I can just remember the transition even for my cat. Yes. Like new smells, new place, new person. Yes. What's happening? Mm-hmm. And so this is an awesome book to be able to have conversations with your littles about mm-hmm. a new baby coming into the home too Definitely. because what zoe's going through <clears throat> there could be some questions that littles might be going through yes they definitely it, do <laughs> it's a great conversation starter but it's lovely and it's fun all right tracy yes. talk to me i know you said the twins so look guys look the twins were inspiration for your work. So we do yes. know that. Yeah. But 
tell me how the Lord was all in this from the beginning. Oh, well, God is so good. Um, he is just such a loving heavenly father. He just planted the seed and he, he knew um, that I needed to, you know, take more actions of faith, I think. And this was an opportunity. I wanted to, he just planted the seed when I had had the twins and I just saw how Zoe was having a difficult time with it because she was my first fur baby and it was all about Zoe. You know, I would just love on her all every time I was at home. And so having the twins was new and surprising and messy and just kind of like how motherhood is and how it feels for the other siblings, maybe when a new baby, we just had another new baby, baby number four, join our family and it's messy again. Um, but the Lord, you know, he blessed me with twins right from the get go and he had a plan for that. And me, I knew I needed to lean on the Lord um, to be a good mom and I need to lean on him every day, <laughs> every moment for his grace and his goodness and his guidance because his guidance, because it just, you know, it's family is filled with messes, but I believe the Lord, you know, propels us towards him in those messes. We can continue to seek him through that. And a lot of people kind of when they would see me walking with the twins and Zoe, they'd be like, wow, you're in double trouble. And I just wanted them, to, the twins to hear you are double the love because to me, really, truly um, that you know, I was reborn again and having them and they just, just looking in their eyes and you'll see there's a part in the book kind of about that. It was just a heart transformation for the Lord. Just if he really loves, he just loves me so much that he gave me two babies like right away. God is so good. And he knew I could do this. And I never, I was like, motherhood is going to be so hard. I don't know what I'm doing. And then he's like, you will. And here's two babies, by the way, to get started. And um, it was just, you know, they just shared so much love with me that I just, I, I just, the world had to know that, you know, babies are love. Each one of us that the Lord puts on the earth can be gifts of love, you know, and it's all a choice too in life. And Zoe, in the story, you see how she has that heart transformation where she chooses love. She chooses to see the good through the messes. And I think the Lord gives us, you know, we have those struggles in life and we constantly have that choice. And kids are so smart and they're so, it, family is such a gift and it can easily go the other way. But if we continue our kids, you know, seeking the Lord through the hardships of family life, you know, they're going to have this bond. That's what I pray over my children. They'll have a bond and they'll uplift each other to the Lord. You know, it's not just us mommies doing it. Um, the Lord is working good in our kids. And this book is just kind of a pathway because the kids can, are validated with all the feelings that they go through and, um, how the Lord could just come in and there's a prayer even in the book at the end and there's activities that help get those conversations going um, because the enemy just, you know, we really want to protect our kids' hearts from, um, from the enemy and all the lies and just get them right back on track with the Lord and his love. So, yeah. and So you have a master's in education. Yeah, so praise the Lord for that. 
And Everything so, is the Lord. I mean, I just can't, I just can I can't believe that God is so good. All these different things he's blessed me with on my journey. And so yeah. had you always wanted to be a children's book author? Um, he planted the seed, like he really, um, lit that fire when I, um, I mean, he starts planting seeds, I think early on. And I had seen, I just loved children's books. And of course I still do. I mean, and I was just surrounded by them in classrooms when I was teaching. And I just see how they can like light up hearts. You know, these kids, they hear these stories and they're, you could just see it in their eyes. They just, they brighten. And you know, when I tell them each, you are love, we read the story together as a family today and they were laughing and then I'm pointing to each of them saying you are a gift of love and you are a gift of love and you are a gift of love doing it four times but it just like gets hit you know children's books are just that they really it's another like a tangible gift um from the lord like showing it's like this thing that kids can hold and look and feel and and experience god's goodness so yeah I did always want to I think do something like that but I didn't believe it was possible um, until later when I, I think I just felt so much um, excitement for it. Like the Lord was like, do it by the time they're five, do it by the time they're five. And I was like, okay, how am I going to do this in my busy season of my life? And I kept putting it in a drawer, putting it in a drawer. Um, and he just said, pull it back out and pull it back out and let's go baby steps. Give me what you can give me and I will fill in the rest. And God is so good like that. He just, you know, you do have to take steps of faith and it just lit my fire for the Lord again, over and over. And I think he knew like his bigger plan is that he knew that I would have to lean on him again because I could have just been like, okay, I'm finally getting the hang of the mom thing and just kind of cozy and just, oh, this feels good and safe over here. Like, and you still need the Lord with motherhood. I'm not, you know, motherhood is a thing on its own. But this was something he knew for my specific path. He just wanted me to continue to speak out to his glory and his goodness and his love. And it was, and it has been that. Every time I talk about it, it brings up the Lord. And so I'm really excited for when I just started taking those baby steps. And I remember giving it life, saying it out loud that I wanted to do this. And, and that was validation. It. Yeah, that was validation yeah. for you, too. And so did you speak that publicly or within your family circle? First started with the Lord, like lots of conversations yeah. with the Lord and drop like he just started my hand. You feel the Holy Spirit in your hands when you're typing, when you're writing, when you're I mean, I would bring a notebook everywhere on walks and I would just get it down. I mean, the cell phone even, sometimes I would type my text myself or, but just, he would just be like, just draw a little bit. Like that's your heart's on fire for this. Let's, let's see what you're thinking of. And it just kept coming and coming. And so I first shared it with my, um, some people that I really trusted and my husband and just, you know, um, just really small at first kind of, and then, some other moms, you know, what do you, do you think this would help you? And because I wanted it to be not just about me, you know, this is to serve the Lord and serve others too. And the more I kept seeing responses and even other children who were hearing it, I knew the Lord was like, please keep this going, you know? 
and um, it's definitely like step by step. It's not all at once and there are struggles that come with it, you know? So it's all the Lord though. I mean, it had to be the Lord. Maybe if I tried to do this before I had children, um, number one, there wouldn't be this story. The Lord, <laughs> the Lord inspired me through my motherhood and through my children. But um, I may have been tempted to be have pride and be like, oh, it was just me. But the Lord planted this seed at that time. So I knew it was all the Lord. There were just so many different things that happened, different moments that I got down on my knees and I said, let your will be done. If you want this to happen, you will make it happen. And he just kept opening doors. So, um, you know, it's all the Lord. He's really, truly, he and the Holy Spirit really does speak to us. And so it was just continuing to walk forward in faith. And um, it was just, and, you know, my children witness, are witnessing this. They're witnessing mommy, you know, they're like, oh, mommy feels called to do this by the Lord. And we see her. Yes, the Lord has put my priorities in line so they can still see like he comes first then daddy, then them and all of, and um, then of course, if the Lord is calling you to serve in different ways, they see that and they can see that I keep working at it and still loving on them. You know, they, so they're seeing how life can come together when the Lord's calling you to do something. And it's not easy to, you know, take time aside or ask for help from others so that I can do th events or things like this. But the Lord makes a way if he wants it to happen and good comes out of it. And so it's just moving forward. Feelings are different than faith. So feeling afraid and all of that, you know, um, that's just the enemy. And especially when you're in the beginning stages of being an author, you know, it's just so um, scary. And you and especially when I, I was a mom, too, at the time, and I kind of felt guilty. There's all these feelings that come in. And the Lord just kept me like kind of sharpening my pencil, like my writing pencil to to him, like keep keep writing for me, keep whatever is coming on your heart, keep writing for me and just let me time it out for you when when things should happen. So each so I I feel like the Lord is guiding me here. I don't feel like it's just me doing it and that weight is off my shoulders. You know, if my baby's having a rough moment. I'm going to take care of my baby and I'll come to it when the Lord opens that door again for time. Um, and I, you know, and I've dedicated, you know, I have my creative corner here and my husband also is a, is witnessing this happening as well because he's very logical engineer, you know, like this didn't make sense to him. Like, where is this coming from? So, but he's witnessing me continuing to step out in faith too. So I think, Definitely. I definitely believe the Lord has a bigger plan each time he plants a seed in one of our hearts, you know, so. Because your voice matters, your book matters. Yeah. What you're doing also on your platform, you are using your author platform for spreading light, for yes. joy, Amen. to remind definitely. people what matters. You're yes. always, you're always such a just sunshine beam of light. Oh, in a dark you, world. No, you yes. are. And when you are out on social media and you are on your, you know, your twin mom platforms, you are sharing things about 
family and how it is yes. messy and how it is lovely. Yes. And here's yes. the joy and here's the challenge. But this is what God has placed on my heart to share. Definitely. And it's so authentic. You can feel oh, you. you can feel the love that you not only have for the for the Lord. You can feel yes. it. Like I've got goosebumps. Like no joke. I don't oh. make things like you can feel that through the Holy Spirit. Yes. You yes. can feel that you are out there learning how to balance all of this. Yes, I am. And you and you are still and you are so authentic though and transparent about it that you say, I have this time, I do this then, but you've built a platform around yes. family and around the joy of the Lord. Yes. Definitely. Like you see it on your, so guys, you follow her on social media, but if you go to your website, you've got resources there. You've got your blog work there. Talk about the blog yes. a little bit because I do oh, have, blog. Yes, because <laughs> I, the reason why I want to bring it up is because we have a lot of authors out there who understand the importance of blogging and being able yes. to share pieces of their life and work or, or tips or strategies but they also have their main work. You've got your main work, yes. but you also have your blog. Talk about that a little bit. Yes. The blog was actually a part of that um, step of th those many steps of faith in the beginning of the author journey. And it, and it um, definitely was a Lord again, because there, you know, odds were against me. Like you, that um, the blog Came, I think when I had my third baby. So then it was like the season got even busier too. Um, but I knew that just the Lord was like, I prayed over every piece of it. There is not never too much praying. Pray. Amen. Say it. Just amen. Yes. Like the Lord liked you. So I just every I I just I I couldn't believe it. I was like in the middle of the hallway, the twins were two and the baby was like, I was holding the baby and the twins were about to go in the bathroom and you know, the bathroom's kind of crazy. It's like, you can get clean in there, but the bathroom is, you never know. So it was just this moment and the Zoe was around and, and, and my husband wasn't home yet. And I just, all of a sudden I felt the Lord go, you need to share about this. You need to start a blog. And I just felt like, what? <laughs> like, am I hearing this right? And and it didn't go away. Once again, like all the stories that he lays on my heart, they don't just go away. And it actually can make you um, um, feel a little bit physically like tight if you don't let it out. And I just kept trying to go, no. And he said, yes, come on, let's do this. Let's learn this. I'm like, okay, Lord, I will, let's do this. So I just started slowly researching and, um, and just piece by piece, just putting it together. And I just felt him say, learn it and do as much as you can kind of on your own and enjoy it. And, um, I even had family members kind of say, you know, do it out of your joy of your heart, you know? And so I just, that was just another thing that I just have been pouring my heart into. And I prayerfully write posts, whether it's something that I'm sharing of, um, because that is hard with the author journey. You're writing your books, but then you're sharing blogs. I mean, being an author, 
it's so many hats. It really is. And so the Lord, he is first <laughs> and he's guiding that, like what to focus on each day. And it's not going to be perfect right away because the Lord is perfect. He's, he's just helping us kind of get closer and closer to, to him and to the perfect image he's making in us. But when we are starting these journeys, we want, I, I've focused a little too long on trying to make everything perfect. And that's just, you got to put that aside and just let the Lord, you know, call your heart to do it. It is as it is. And then you can kind of come back to it um, and keep refining it. So you can continue to move forward in those faith steps and continue to bring out what the Lord wants you to bring out next. But my blog is more sharing. Um, the first one he laid on my heart was a prayer for moms who are um, about to have twins because that was just such, I just wanted to share a testimony of God's goodness and how he brought me so much peace in the pregnancy alone. That was a big heart transformation time for me. And the Lord was like, please share this. You know, I just felt him um, call me to pray over moms. And um, uh, I've seen a lot of moms blessed by that prayer alone. And it just takes one person, you know. So some of the posts are testimonies and prayers. So it's like mom faith, uplifting moms. I've um, been blessed to interview different moms and their faith journeys. Um, and then the other side of it is the kids faith, uplifting kids and just the Lord is so fun too. He gives me all these amazing, fun ideas. And I'm like, I'm, he's like, share them, share these too. And that was a whole other battle kind of because I definitely want moms to feel excited about who God is calling them individually as moms or families, how, who the fam, who God is creating in your family. Um, and so I didn't want them to feel pressure to be, you know, all arts and crafts and things to make you a good mom. I just felt the Lord say, share these ideas because they can help kids be uplifted to the Lord. And so they're kind of like little, like it's a fun little activity. And then at the end, you tie it to faith and science and reading and the Lord just shows me how everything is interlaced and is related back to him. So, and even in this homeschooling journey, he's just keeps reinforcing that. So there's so much fun that's happening. And when you do that together with your family, it can uplift each other in love. So those are some of my big whys to keep me going because it doesn't always make sense, you know, why we're doing this at first. <laughs> like people will tell you maybe it doesn't make sense to do all this if it's so much work and you maybe don't see things right away happening or, but the Lord is doing good even when you can't physically see things at first. So he's working for your good and he's on your side. So. And I love how you have the website built like that because you have the mom's faith piece where they can click on and they can see those blogs for moms. Yeah. And then you've got the kids section too. Yeah. And then you've, you know, you've got all of those resources there with pictures and like, tell me about keeping up with the website. Like when did that start? Cause I do get a lot of authors that say, okay, you want me to write books, but I also have to do a website and, oh. Uh, <laughs> Then I have to do social media too. When you said earlier about authors having to wear so many hats. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah, but you yes. do it. You do it in busy times. You do it in busy seasons. And I loved how you said step by step, yes. little by little. I call them yes. guys. I've got a pocket of time. Yeah, because I want people to understand. Like the jean, my jean pockets. They're small. Yes, but in that time. I can get a lot done within that exactly. pocket of time if I exactly. really funnel what I'm yes. doing. So yes. I like to use that word pocket of time. I've been saying yes. that for a, quite a while now. We're living in my busy life to try to yes. encourage people. I love it. You I'm know, gonna don't say, it to say yeah, yeah. <laughs> say it out to everybody. Say it to everybody yeah. because you know we can only put so much in our pockets. Yeah, and then we realize, oh, the time is up. I, I'm full right now. It's full. This yep. time is done. Now let me go and, and do the rest of my family time yep. and all of that. So it's tell me about, goodness. yeah, it does. And it lets me know it doesn't all have to get done right now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But so I'm working, that. I'm working mm -hmm. for the Lord and all that yes. I'm doing in that pocket of time. And I know that he sees the work that I'm doing. He's satisfied in these pockets of time because he's Definitely. with me in this space. And then I move yep. on and then I can, work a little. And when I get that time, I'm like, Oh, there it comes another whoosh. And I'm running yes. back in with the yes. Lord with me. Um, so talk yes. about that. Talk about the website. Like when you had to start making those initial decisions, mm -hmm. how did you go about your research? What were you using to learn about which platform, which this, which that, because you have done this work on your own pretty much. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so how yeah. was that early on making those kind of decisions? What were you using as far as like research and, and trying to figure out what was best for you? Um, I, you know, I think the Lord also guided me, guided me with terms, like specific terms to Google and, <laughs> um, <laughs> and research and books and um, then finding kind of communities uh, that were doing it as well. Um, and even YouTube can have some great resources and then reaching out to those authors that I would see speaking um, about, you know, a process I was just learning about, whether it be the website or um, creating the book. And um, but uh, the design, the graphic designs of it was um, researching different courses I could take um, here and there and giving it as a gift to myself. Learning something new is a gift. I love it. It's fun. And I'd rather do that than go to get my nails done. So my husband kind of had this re-understanding of me like, oh, she enjoys this as a <laughs> gift. Oh, um, okay. So, so, and seeing it as a gift instead of this overwhelm of like, oh my goodness, I have all this to do instead. This is how far the Lord's taken me so far. So, and daily list of to-do lists. So my planner is sectioned. It's just a random planner, you know, but I like open notebooks because you never know what the Lord's going to bring on you. Um, and I also like just a simple planner because I could section it out. <laughs> yeah, that's how I have notebooks everywhere. So I have like my, yeah, my, the story notebooks and so and the then, journals and then yes, the journals. I have been journaling since I was in the fourth grade. So the Lord has had me writing for a long time. And so just because you can't physically see it yet, um, your wheels are still turning. That's still the Lord doing work in you, even if you can't see it and share it yet. So just keep those ideas working. So even if you're not in your pocket of time, just 
whoop, get that idea down, and then come back into that productive space. Um, even 10 minutes here and there can make a difference. And it could be having uh, 10 minutes in the morning before my babies wake up to, oh, I know sometimes after lunch I get 10 minutes maybe while they read and I'm doing something with illustrating or maybe they illustrate alongside me. Sometimes the age is, you know, I know there are seasons. So, um, so yeah, and then maybe later at night. So you give yourself multiple opportunities to be I love um, that. productive instead of just like, I have only Saturdays for two hours and that's it. That is really risky in a busy life <laughs> to, to put all your eggs in one day. Um, I know with children, I just never know what's going to happen, no matter how much I plan or try to comfort them. Um, so I just pray over the Lord, you know, if he thinks that I'll have time that day, um, then he makes that time and I give him my best during that time. And that's all I, I can also, do. Now, I don't want to say this and it not be true. You say, no, Jen, you're wrong. But I can tell that you also, when you're working within that time, you don't have that guilt because you're also feeding into your joy. You're yes. taking care of you. Yes. And that. So what I have found is because at first the enemy did lie to me a lot about you shouldn't be doing this. You should be only, you know, preparing everything for your home, your children, your husband. And I felt super guilty and it almost kind of made me sick to my stomach. And then I started noticing how the Lord's like, oh, no, no, no. Let's protect this part of her. Um, this is a part of, you know, the Lord's uplifting us, um, like us understanding that the Lord loves us and then we can serve, you know, our husband and our children. And that was the way the Lord was showing me love. And I was showing the Lord love and showing and serving him. And it actually started energizing me instead of sucking life out of me. So I would like, ha I have a little bounce in my step after I get creative. Um, and I feel excited and confident that I'm working on something that the Lord, it has to be the Lord. And I just believe it just increases my belief in the Lord more and more and yes. like my love for him. And just, so that has to be a good thing. <laughs> so yeah. I just keep moving forward. Um, and it's all the Lord. It's just, and when, yep. and when people say, how do you do it? Like, how are you doing this? I'm like, it's not me alone. It's two exactly. of us. It's me and the exactly. Holy Spirit. We're working this together because yes. when I come into this space, whether it is a podcast space, a writing space, a reading space, yes. it's all to glorify God. The yes. whole, yes. the whole career, yes, is to bring God glory and yes. to point more people to Jesus. Yes, exactly. And when you have that when you mm -hmm. do have those pockets of time. There isn't guilt there because right. you're serving and working for the Lord. You are yes. doing your part for the kingdom in the way that the Lord has gifted us. Yes. And yes. you know, I, I say that's what a friend said to me the other yeah. day. They said, Don't feel don't feel awkward about sharing this. This is a gifting from the Lord. Yes. And so that was helpful to hear that from another. And so that's also why community is important because yes. community is there to pray to support and to speak that same language. Yes. 
right? Yes. And and yes. not just to share your work and say, oh, five-star love and write the review on Goodreads and Amazon and hug yes. your book and <laughs> carry it around. Like, yeah, that's a part of community. But yeah. it's knowing that you have a community that you can trust, that you can share, you can learn from, yes. and you can grow with. Yeah. And so when people say, Definitely. you know, is the journey over when you write a book? Huh? Tell them. It has just <laughs> begun. Yes. Yes. And it's, and it's the joy because you know that, you know, there are people that are called for missionary work to mm -hmm. sell all they have and travel overseas or, or go and plant churches and do this. When writers are called to write, we are missionaries for the Lord. Oh, I love that. Yeah, we are. We are Definitely. called every person that loves the Lord is called to do one thing or another thing or this yes. thing or that thing to serve the Lord in their way with the gifts that he has given them and appointed them in their time. Yes. Amen. And I love that the Lord has given you this in the joy of family. Yes. At this time, because Definitely. now you can reach families and yes. speak to the heart of moms and have fun with kids. And you're doing yes. it every day, whether it's yes. within your family, online. Yes. So tell everybody, listen, first, guys, go get Double Trouble. And I'm going to tell, I told Tracy when I was reading it, I was so excited when I got it in the mail. Y'all, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, Aww, Tracy, I, when we have more pockets of time, I'd love to have you on just to talk about like illustrating and how you went from your writing notes to this that way we could do some of that definitely um, that's a but, fun chat yeah but guys i was laughing so much in this and i was screenshotting <laughs> because my niece just gave us two or well, the lord gave us two yeah. great nieces um Aww. double the love double the love and Aww. this book i was a snapshot I did a snapshot to my niece and said, your book is coming. You're getting one in the mail. Oh. I said, but look, you are going to laugh so much. And she loved it. There's little parts of the book just made me laugh out loud. Just love it yes. so much. Love it yes. so much. Thank Tracy. you. Um, tell everybody where they can connect with you. Yeah. So you can find me um, at yourtwinmom.com. And, and that's the blog part of it, the website, the author site. You can see my about story. Um, there's some behind the scenes on the first book. And keep posted because the Lord placed another book coming soon. Um, and then we have Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest, and Twitter is all your twin mom. And you can get uplifted with Twin Moms Fration Tuesday. It's just uplifting with a uh, family faith and just getting real on some of the things that we see and our families and just being uplifted to the Lord through those moments and also family fun. Um, so yeah, you can find all that. And Zoe and Double Trouble is on my website. You can, there's, it's, it's on multiple pages where you can just click order book um, if you feel called to share this book with your family and it's just a great opportunity to love on them and my family we were all laughing at this book this morning giggling and laughing it's just a beautiful way to start the day with sharing with your kids how much love or a great way to end the day and just you know good dreams about <laughs> silly things 
and then being uplifted in the Lord's love. And so it's also a family keepsake for you. If you want to make it into a little bit more of a, be more interactive and color it. If you would like, there's coloring on the back and some activities from the teacher side of me. Um, yes. But, yes. That I love. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So I want to tell you guys, it is a blessing for me to have this podcast because then I get yes. to meet people like Tracy Yes, and I get to have her here. But Tracy's also a part of my writing circle too. So I am yes. blessed every day, every day. So love guys, it. I want to thank you for joining Jen Lowry writes Tracy. Thank you so much for being on the show. She's going to be thank at the you. WWJ conference at the youth summit. And she is going yes. to be talking about being called to write. In yes. busy seasons. Yes. <laughs> you got to get there, guys. You got to listen to more of Tracy. So check out that WWJ Youth Summit Conference because Tracy is going to be sharing what the Lord has given her for that day with us on May 22nd. All right, guys. Y'all yes. have a blessed one. Bye, God guys. Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you about the WWJ conferences. All right, Writing Warriors for Jesus is my Patreon group. You can go to Jen Lowry Writes on Patreon and find us there, and you can check out the different tier levels. We have a training camp that meets, and they pretty much are a part of a huge network of prayer and support on Facebook with me and I'll jump in and um, as much as I can we'll share resources we'll celebrate one another and um, I'll do little lives in there that's the training camp then we've got boot camp boot camp is the next tier and that is author coaching that is more specific and it is two hours on a Saturday morning from 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern Time it was oh dark 30 but we changed that time <laughs> to accommodate people from different time zones it's still oh dark 30 but at least the birds are chirping a little bit more outside <laughs> there is light and then we get to sleep in a little bit more and we're a little bit more refreshed with boot camp but we are from 8 to 10 a.m eastern time and so when you hear the wwjs are having a conference it's the group it's us too it's a great way for us to fellowship together, have some fun, meet new authors, just, you know, meet readers, just go out and have an event together and celebrate the work of other authors in the field that we admire and respect. So, last year, I went to a conference. Now, y'all, don't quote me on this, but I think it might have been early May, okay? And one of my author friends out in the world, she sent me a message and she said, I'm presenting at this conference and it's going to be virtual. It was supposed to be in person, but now that it's virtual, you get to go and it's free. And I went, what? Because guys, let me tell y'all, 
You know how I told you about making excuses and I would make excuses about why I didn't hire an editor when I first started because I was on a teacher salary and we've got tons of kids and it was, I couldn't afford to put money somewhere else other than in our household. And I didn't have that income right then for the books to recycle itself. Same way when it came to conferences. I would always say, no, I can't do that. That's something that is a luxury item. And I'm not all about that. So I can't, I couldn't. I couldn't budget for it. So I would often not get to go to conferences that I really wanted and wished to attend. Like one of my author friends would go to one uh, with the Proverbs 31 group in Charlotte. And, you know, she would come back refreshed and renewed. And she met tons of people and networked and, you know, really built herself up. But I just couldn't go because I didn't have the money. I mean, that was just the bottom line. It wasn't that I didn't have the desire. So when I went to my first online conference, it was on the Twitch platform. And I was like, look, boys, there's a, something going on Twitch. So I had to have the kids come in. And they're like, no, Mama, you got to have an account there for you to be able to come in. You got to do this and that. The boys knew everything about it because Twitch was their platform that they, you know, navigate to. That's where they spend the majority of their online time on. And so they helped me with Twitch, and I sat through the conference and soaked up just the experience of listening to other authors share their stories, got some tips along the way, and it was really cool. And I was like, you know what? Wow, that's the neatest thing. I got to keep my eye out for more, right? For more conferences, more, Lord. And I just knew that, you know if the, you know, the pandemic was going to be going the way it was going and the world was shifting, I was like, maybe that's not the first free thing, or maybe there's just been free things, and I just never knew about it, and I haven't been tapping into resources that have existed, that are there, and so y'all, I'm going to be honest, when that hit and all of that, and I had such a positive experience, that's when I was like, okay, I want to start doing Eventbrite's. If I can't go out and do the tour like I'd done the previous year with the book sign-ins, I can create Eventbrite's for free, and maybe I can meet some new people and encourage people during this season. And so I started those free Eventbrite workshops. Absolutely loved them. That's how I met my editor. If I wouldn't have reached out of my comfort zone and said, nobody's going to attend this. This is weird. Well, you know what? If one person attends it and it's my editor, there was a few more. But I mean, you know, if one person attends it and I meet someone new, great. If no one attends it, then I set it up and I sit there for a few minutes and I say, oh, okay, nobody got this one. It was just, and it has no reflection on me. It was just not a good time. Or maybe it didn't get out there enough to be advertised. Or, you know, you got to do your reflective practice and you just move on. You try it again the next month, right? But a different day and a different time. So that's kind of where all of that started. But I woke up one morning. And I just felt this nudging from the Lord. And it was, when are you having your own conference? And I was like, Lord. Lord. Now, I'd seen how all of that was put together because I had just went to it. It was just coming off of that conference. And a group did it. They kept talking about their writing group. 
there was a moderator. They stayed in the corners of the screens. They would um, pull up questions from people in the chat. Um, I was like, okay, Lord. I saw how that worked. Is that why you had me go? At first, I was like, oh, wow, I'm there to support an author friend. Then, at the end of it, not only did I support an author friend, but I got to see a model of how a workshop operated online because I'd never been to one. Guys, I'm, I'm telling y'all, that was the first one. And so I was like, all right, Lord, if, if that's where you want me to do what you want me to do, I'll send out the fillers about this and, and I'll share it. And I'll ask my group to pray and we'll see. And so I had a very uh, small numbered group at that time. There was just a few of us on Patreon that were supporting me. And we're growing, guys. Um, 2021 has been the year for growth. So 2020, we were smaller. And, and I approached my group on Facebook Training Camp. And I was like, guys, um, I just felt this nudging from the Lord that when's the WWJ conference. So what do you guys think about having a conference in August? And I threw it out there. And I got positive responses back. And I was like, okay, let's do this thing. So I started to, to just stay in prayer about the conference and started sending out, you know, presenter wish list. And next thing I know, we had a full schedule for August. Now, then we had to say, okay, we've got the lineup. Let's figure out the behind the scenes. And so if you watch that whole progression of my last year, you can see that I started with a service with StreamYard. Now, guys, I'm going to tell y'all, I, I did the OBS to start with. And then it wasn't a platform that I know there's a push of a button. Guys, one of my tech friends sat down with me yesterday and said, why is it that you say you couldn't do this? You push this button and it says start streaming. You push this button and it says stream key. You push this I said, oh wow. I don't remember my screen looking like your screen. I remember it looking like some kind of otherworldly dimension. And then that was hilarious because it really did. She was like, this is the easiest thing, Jen. You, you can do this. And if you need more tutorial, I can jump back on a meet and I can show you. But you can do this one. So it was funny. I laughed about it. And I was like, the boys would be so proud of me because that's something that they wanted me to start off with, you know, to do. But anyway, so I started contacting companies left and right. I started Googling companies, telling them that we wanted to have a free conference, which meant really there's also no budget for this thing, right? I mean, we have no WWJ budget. I don't want us to have a WWJ budget. That's not anything that I want to be able to manage. This is a Patreon group that is a prayer group, support group. This isn't something that, that I want to deal with a treasurer and, and to deal with all of that. That's too much. So, you know, when, when people look at what their platform was set up to do, continue to do that. You don't necessarily have to do eight more million things to it. Let it just be what it is, right? Um, 
So I don't, honestly, guys, the, the WWJ budget, that's not in the plans. <laughs> so when I say a free conference, it means free. It means people donating their time. We're not paying for speakers. We're not paying for keynotes. We're not paying for door prizes. Everything has been volunteer or voluntold to a couple of people, or it's been gifted. So that's where I started because I needed to find the platform. So that one was the heaviest moment for me because I was unsure. I got the presenters. That was the Lord opened doors left and right. Everyone was saying yes. I said, there we go, God. We've got a complete lineup. There's no more room. There's no more. There, there's nothing else. And we decided to do a one-day conference because we this was our first one and we wanted to get it together and let's just see how a one-day conference works and we can reflect and move so we weren't trying to push it out to a five-day conference or three-day conference like like i know people are out there rocking things like that as their first try and great you might have like a group a large group that really helps coordinate and organize this but we were small and you know that's not the way we were going we were happy to have a one day free so the only company that emailed me back out of all of these places that I was submitting to was StreamYard. And StreamYard was like, oh, and we'll be your sponsor. And for your moderators, we'll give them a free month of pro with a coupon. I was like, man, you guys are rocking. You guys are awesome. So I was like, I'm going to go ahead and try this thing. I'm going to see how this platform works. Because you can't wait till the day of to say, okay, we're going to use this new program. So if you watch that progression, last summer, I was streaming YouTube and Twitch, or YouTube only, wherever I decided to go, because I was just trying to build my, my Twitch up. Because I was like, you know what? People could come to the conference like I went to Twitch. So I was, you know, saying, well, let me, let me try to build this thing. And that's when Camp Banana was coming up. And I was like, I'll stream. I can try. And you know what? Tish and Ann telling me about write-ins. So I was like, I'll do a write-in. And I'll write a new book live. And I'll stream it. Sure enough, I wrote The Sunday Killer, y'all. Y'all, true story. You see how that stuff was like motivating me? I had an internal motivation. A why. Why was I streaming? The number one why was for me to learn something new. And to practice it on my own platform. How do you do a chat? How do you work multiple streams? And so here I was, trying my best, fiddling around, old lady, pushing buttons, learning new things, having a ball, and I wrote a book. It did not distract me from my writing. And so if people would ask me, wow, I can't believe you guys put that conference again. People were legit saying, I cannot believe you did that starting the end of May and got that conference together in August. I can't believe it. I worked that way. It was not a just and wrote a book. It wasn't a distraction from my work because I worked it out to where I could multitask, right? I could have dual purposes for doing something. And guess what else it did? It brought me new engagement. Then I said, oh, I'm meeting new people this way. 
when I'm streaming, I'm trying write-ins. I'm trying to write my book live. It's motivating me to finish my book. I went to an exorbitant amount of word count during that camp. I started a couple of weeks earlier, though. I did start near the end of June, maybe June 15th on the Sunday Killer. I mean, it's documented. It's on my YouTube, but I, I really um, just went with that. And I love StreamYard. And StreamYard was easy. A couple of buttons, I had it. The more I did it, the more I loved it. And I was like, okay, I'm getting a monthly subscription to this. This is something for my author world that contributes back to my life. And it enriches my life. And it allows me to meet new people online. So it is worth me paying the money for it because I have to do that with my budget. I have to ask these key questions. One, does this platform bring me joy? Two, is this a platform that can benefit me in my career? Can it help me to connect and engage? And then if it doesn't, if it falls and it doesn't work, and then I just remove the subscription, but StreamYard was awesome. So, of course, that's why now I can triple stream. Because I went with the um, paid version, and you can go many different spaces in the whole universe, right? All right, so the conference was coming up. How are we going to promote it? We were very small, and so I had to make some, you know, decisions. I had to say, well, you know what, God, whoever shows up comes, and, and Lord, if you increase us, you do. If if you keep us this way, whatever is in your will and your time, I accept that. Because when you do something like that, whether it's a free conference, whether it's whatever, a paid conference, like we've got this year for me, I'm doing the Monarch Method in June 5th for a paid conference with just me from 8 to 5. But it's like, you never know who was going to show up or, you know, what. It is, right? It is. It is what it is. And you're building it. And you're preparing it. And you're putting a lot of prayer into it. And time. And you're making all the banners. And you're promoting it. And you're sending out the emails. And you're doing all of this behind the scenes work. And you just never know. So we tried Eventbrite. It kept putting things into people's spam to the point where Sherry wasn't even getting emails. And she couldn't get to that. She didn't know where they were going. She didn't even know how to log in. And so we were saying, okay, look, it's live streamed. It's going to be on this YouTube playlist. We need to stop trying to send people to three and four different places where they can watch it. Let's just say it's going to be on the YouTube playlist. It's direct to everybody there. Then that way, when they tell their friends, it's on the YouTube playlist at the Writing Warriors for Jesus YouTube channel. Then that makes it easy for people to just go on over there and, and click in it. So, that's the, you know, we kept, you know, brainstorming, problem solving, trying to figure out what was the best for free. Everything was free. How can we run this and really highlight authors, support authors, share their stories with others, and fellowship and talk about Jesus throughout the day? And it be free. 
so I don't want you guys to think that we had like tons of money going into this conference and we were pumping that in and, and that's why you can't hold the, something within your group that is so not the case we made it work okay with free resources and then we did get that sponsorship so we got some different sponsorships thanks to Tish Bouvier she was out working her magic she got us tons of sponsorships so we were able to give away prizes but you know what? Here's the, here's the flip of that. Knowledge was free, right? The fellowship was free. The fun was free. If that's all someone got and they didn't get the prize, the prize was just a perk, an extra. It's nice to give do giveaways. It's nice to have prizes. But if we can't get sponsors, then that's okay too. And I've sent out tons of letters for this year's conferences, and we have one sponsor. And you know, so far, that one sponsor, I'm very blessed, and I'm so thankful. You know, I, I love Book Brush. So does Tish. Tish has the highest membership, and she uses it all the time. And she's a graphic designer, and she loves it. So, you know, when I say these kind of things, like, it's not to, to discredit everybody saying no, it's just it is what it is and we have to come to terms when we're doing things yeah we can continue to go out and do outreach and yes there's always room to grow but if at the end of this if that's what it is then it was and it was beautiful and it was happy and it was meant to be it's not a letdown so what kind of expectations do you have with it that's something that, you know, sometimes we may need to check ourselves, right? Realistic expectations. And then we don't get, like, disappointed or hurt. We don't say, well, I thought a thousand people were going to come to this conference. And when we only got a hundred, I was really disappointed. Why? If it would have just been us WWJs and we would have had all that time... And it's banked, and it's sitting there. And now we can go, guys, if y'all missed the 2020 conference, go check it out. It's on the playlist, and we can really direct people back and say, this is how we learned this because we heard this. We heard Mark Glesney from HarperCollins say this. Guys, you can watch it too. Nancy Nagel the, from Hallmark, a Hallmark author, really inspired us during the keynote if you want to go back and listen to nancy and hear her story of how twitter opened doors for her why it's important for social media and authors she didn't necessarily preach all of that but her story preaches all of that and so i just really you know talk about you with you guys the expectations but i want you to know that i've had those within myself i've had that internal dialogue and it allows me to approach things with joy more than, oh my gosh, how is this going to be? It's all going to fail. It's all going to flop. No, it is what it is. And the Lord is going to be there. Amen. Because the Lord is before me. The Lord is going to be in that place. And I'm going to be happy about it. So the conference went. It was a long day. It was really tiring. Um, we had minimal technical issues minimal it was it was smooth compared to what i thought that it might be i mean you never know about tech stuff we get through the end of the day and it's a great sigh of relief and then it's done and i get an email that says can you also do one of these for k-12 authors so i'm like great let me see 
So I talked to my K-12 people. I said, guys, would y'all be interested in a K-12 when somebody's emailed me? Sure, let's do it. Now, if you guys don't know, I'm at my 20th year teaching. I've been in education. I um, graduated back way long in the early 90s. And I'm telling y'all, I love what I do. I live this K-12 world. So when somebody's reaching out to me and saying, do you want to hold a K-12 conference? Uh, you're not asking me to do something that's way out of my comfort zone here. This is my lane my primary lane all day long <laughs> so that one was a sure for me and then I, I still wanted to reach out to my group because they wanted it to be a WWJ event and I needed their prayers and I needed them to say yeah let's try it let's do it when I received that we moved forward we had a planning meeting we had a reflection meeting after and a couple of the WWJs popped into that reflection meeting. We took tons of notes. It was a great day to talk about it because it was very close after the event. And we shared it out with the main group. And we said, this is what we are coming up with for 2021. And so in January, I started getting together the conference list. I started finding out who wanted to be participants. And within a weekend, I had the whole setup complete. Because that's how God is working within this thing. It, it is. It's a God thing, y'all. And we're just answering the call. So, we've got the conference May 22nd. Yes, May 22nd. And it was 8 to 5. And now it's like 8 to 7 because we got a sponsorship. So, I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.